As we was driving down the road, off to the left, I could see something running on all fours, but it was moving very strangely, something like I'd never seen before. It was running along a five-strand barbed wire fence. We got ahead of the creature, we turned, and we got up there, my uncle stopped the truck. And it kept running and it probably stopped 30 feet from us, stood up on two legs, turned its upper body, and it looked at us. This is the Cryptid Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian, and hello, listeners. Brian, we have another Bigfoot encounter coming on tonight, the show. Yeah, sounds like a good one, too. It is a good one. Uh, from what we know, uh, this guy saw this thing running on all fours. You've heard about that plenty of yeah, times with these things. We have but... heard about that, but I think that's the first time we're going to have a a good encounter with one yeah it's hard for me to imagine that after you see like film of them walking like a regular person how do they run on all fours you know it's just kind of weird but maybe we can get some insight from jim and see what's going on here maybe maybe sounds good all right let's bring him on you ready let's get him how's it going good good thanks for coming on and talking to us tonight jim my pleasure yeah good to have you jim you and i were talking a little bit online and uh you had mentioned that you had had some Bigfoot experience encounters going on or an encounter that happened to you. When and where did this happen? It took place in 1979 in January, Carter County, Kentucky. Okay. Why don't you tell us what happened to you? Well, uh, I was back there with my dad and uncles. They were uh, working the cattle and I was just a 10 year old kid. So they left me at the barn to play and monkey around there and, I was riding off the hill with my uncle. He would slide that four-wheel drive truck around in, in the snow for me. There was a pretty good snow on, probably, I don't know, 10 inches or so of snow on. And as we was driving down the road, went off the hill, off to the left, I could see something running on all fours. But it was moving very strangely, something like I'd never seen before. Just the movement throwed me off. It was very unique and it was really kicking up the snow as it, as it was going along and it was running along a five strand barbed wire fence the road went out and then 90 degree back in front of the fence we got ahead of the creature we turned and we got up there my uncle stopped the truck opened the truck door and stepped out well being a 10 year old kid i just slid underneath the steering wheel and stood up in the door and it kept running, and it probably stopped all 30, 35 feet from us, stood up on two legs, turned its upper body. It never moved its head. It just moved its upper body. And it looked at us for, oh, probably three, four, five seconds at most. And... No menacing, no growling, no showing teeth or anything like that. It had more look of uh, a, a annoyance, like, wow, now I've got to take the long way around or something. It, it really just didn't. It's kind of, ah. And then it jumped flat-footed and jumped that five-strand barbed wire fence. 
and then continued on down through the, the trees on two legs. But I got a good look at it. Uh, there's one image on the internet that I have found, I believe it was an artist rendition that was similar, but it, it was close, but not the same. It was probably a little bit better than six foot. I doubt if it reached seven, maybe six, five, six, six. Uh, probably weighed 400 pounds, 350, 400 pounds. The color was a uh, rusty red that ran across backs the arms up across the shoulders now the shoulders look like they was four feet wide massive massive creature and it come down to a v like a weightlifter massive tree trunk legs very short though they wouldn't real real big but they were massive uh, the rest of the color of the hair down the back was uh, the red went with it down its back and down the back of the legs and it hung around its arms and hands there a little bit and the rest of it was sort of a, a chocolate brownish color a dark chocolate um trying to get all the details in i can that's all right Take it, time. Didn't, it didn't have the uh it had a little bit of conical head but not a great deal not like what they show out west and patty and all that it wasn't quite that pronounced but it was slightly conical uh had a heavy bridge rail not not really you know, Neanderthal looking, but it did have a heavy bridge rail. Uh, the nose was flat, um, almost like our noses, but just just a little bit more. Not 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 quite. Mm -hmm. uh, it looked like it had a scraggly beard. I could see its face. I could see its forehead. I could see pieces of its ears right in here at the front. Say it had, and its skin was kind of an ashy colored, like. I don't know, not really, I won't say gray, but sort of ashy color. Kind of really struck me different to, compared to the hair on the rest of the creature. It was quite different color. Mm -hmm. um, hands was about the same. His feet, I really didn't get to see. I'd say they were still on the ground. And as it was running, did you ever see those horses running that uh, pulls the, uh, what do they call those things? Uh, All right. A chariot, no, oh, it's not a chariot, tub. We got side of downs up here, but the horse rolls. Look like their front feet are rolling. Their feet are just moving like that, mm. yeah. and that's the way it's running on all fours, just like that. His hands was, and it was really kicking up the snow. It was moving on. Hmm. Um, down on all fours, you really couldn't tell exactly what it was, other than it moved really peculiar. Nothing like I'd ever. I've seen bears. We have bears around here. Did not move yeah. like a bear. It was, you know, large and blocky like a bear, but did not move like a bear at all. And when it stood up, it just walked away like a man. Just straight away, no problems whatsoever, just upright and down over the hill it went, like a look of annoyance. Like say, I'm just a 10-year-old kid. Now, I've been, this is my family farm, and I've hunted in there since I was a you know, little kid. Well, at that time, 10 years old. Now, fast forward about all nine years, I was about 19 when this happened, and at the time I didn't know they threw rocks, I had no idea <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was walking along a, a cattle path and at basically 300 yards from that same area where it jumped the fence and a large rock hit and rolled downhill and I thought, did I kick that loose? No, that, that was in front, no, that was in the air, 
Somebody throwed a rock at me. And, you know, I was mad instantly. Man, that was a big rock. That had hit me. That might have killed me. And I can see in three directions about 60 yards real clear. Except down below me, downhill, was really, really, really thick. I couldn't see that at all. And it hit probably, oh, 10, 12 feet in front of me. Chunk of rock about eight pounds probably, eight or ten pounds. Big chunk of rock. Not a little tiny gravel or nothing or a vine cone. It was a rock, a dandy one. And it rolled down the hill, and I thought, well, huh. And so I'm grouse hunting. I've got a shotgun in my hand. You're going to throw rocks at me? That's not smart. And I looked around, and nothing. Okay, uh, yeah, that, that was interesting. Huh. And continued on. Had no idea that they did that. That was why the Internet was in its infancy then, wasn't it? It was uh, peculiar, very peculiar. How close were you? Did you the the first one? Oh, it was oh, thirty feet, maybe thirty five, very maximum, very maximum thirty five. Did you get a look at his but eyes? Was, uh, I could see them. I couldn't tell what color they were there, and they were really big. Uh, my uncle stood out, and he he reached. We always kept the old thirty thirty hanging in the gun rack, and he halfway reached for it, then lit a cigarette and just stood there. And he said, well, I'll be. That's what them boys said they'd been seeing back here. Now, who them boys was, I have no idea. It was our farm. Uh, no, no idea. I never did figure it out. Uh, of course, at that time, I was absolutely forbidden by my father to ever tell this story. He said, stop telling that. People think you're crazy. Stop it. <laughs> well, I had to suppress it and put it away for all this time. And I would very seldom bring it out and tell it unless I was with somebody like mine. Right. And then I felt it out pretty good first before I told my story. Um, it, it was interesting, very interesting. Yeah, no kidding. That was uh, but I've hunted close too. a lot of times, and hmm. later on, I get thinking about things that happened and think, well, that was peculiar, and where I just ignored it before. Right. But uh, yeah, uh, it was While interesting. Out in the woods hunting. Yes, you heard. Yes, sir. Jim, what did your uncle say after after that thing walked off? Well, he just got in the truck, man. This is 1979. Got in the truck and drove on down the hill. <laughs> like guys, it was nothing. You guys didn't say anything about it to each other or anything? No. No, he didn't. If, wow. any, if, it, if he talked to my dad or anybody else when we got back, I never heard it. Because I was only 10 years old. But right. I never can say anything about it. I say my dad forbid me to tell that story. Absolutely not. So you did tell your dad then, or your uncle told him? He heard, no, my uncle never said a word about it that I know of. I told the story, and my dad was like, don't do that. Don't tell that story. Shut up. Stop telling that. <laughs> don't do that ever. Right. Uh, yeah. Times have changed. Thank God. When this thing was running... Have you ever seen a chimpanzee kind of run on its hands and its back legs? Yep. Kind of like, did, did this thing look similar to that when it was running? Similar, but not quite. It had a fluid motion as it was running on all fours. Its hands, front hands, let's say it that way, it's, it was like this. And as it was running, it was kicking up snow at a good pace. Huh. They would have been great tracks, handprints in that snow. We never went and looked at a thing. Just got in the truck and drove on up the hill. Hmm. I'd have loved it. I didn't know. 
at that time. I'd have loved to have went and looked. Oh, yeah. 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 Ten years old, though, they're not going to let you go run after it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, yeah, they probably would have. They wouldn't have cared. But uh, Are you still in the uh, same property? Is that what you said, Jim? Well, we still hunt there. It has changed hands since then. Uh, people, you know, the older folks died off and stuff, and they did sell it, but we still had access to hunt whenever we wanted, yes. Cool. Nothing else? still let you out there. Nothing else going on uh, after the rock-throwing incident that, that you know of? Well, in another part, there's a uh, – now close to where I had my sighting, uh, they've opened another rock quarry, I don't know, 15 years ago or something. But there was an, an older rock quarry that had been there before I was born. And uh, my dad took me back in there one time hunting. is a very long way back in there to it. As we was coming out of there, now I've never heard, heard a wood knock in my lock. Never. It sounded, though, I heard this, and I asked Dad, what, what is that? It sounded like somebody beating on an old drum. Boom. No rhyme or reason to it. Though. Boom, boom, boom. Pause. Boom. Boom, boom, boom. Just hmm. random. Seemed to be random to me. What is that, Dad? He said, I don't know. I've been hunting back here since I was a boy, and I always heard that. I did find out what it was. So that's kind of neat. Probably the others know that you guys are out there. Might have been, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's strange. I wonder if it had found a old steel or barrel or something like that. Was found it's, it's, it's found old steel sites out there. Yeah, why not? But it sounded just like a bull drum with an axe handle. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, I'd say yeah. there was no grind to it, no pattern, anything like that. Random hits, what it sounded like. Hmm. Do you think the one that threw the rock at you could have been the same one that you saw running in the snow nine years earlier? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the same area. Yeah. Are there cave systems around that area, Jim? You better believe it. Absolutely. Carter Caves is, a, like I say, it's a state park. And there's a lot of caves there that you can go through, take tours and all that good stuff. But there on the farm, there's, you know, wild caves. I don't know what else you would call them, but wild caves. But yeah, we've, uh, our family members have all had a history of cavers, I guess you call it. Cool. Yeah, there's several, I mean, I know a lot of caves out there, probably all eight or ten that are easy. I mean, like open doorways, easy to just walk into them. I kind of had a theory when you said you saw this thing in the snow. I always thought that maybe... Uh, Bigfoot migrated as it got colder, and I think some still do. But I wondered if if there's cave systems around. If that's why you saw it in the snow, because it was it didn't go anywhere. It's hanging around there. Probably didn't have a lot of snow down there. I'm guessing, but enough, obviously. The snow snow has diminished significantly here. Like we don't don't hardly get any snow at all. I think last winter we got like an inch, inch and a half, maybe two. That's about what it has been for quite a while. But back when I was a kid, you know, we got snows, dandy snows. It it could have been. It could have stayed there and not migrated. But the population in that area then was really low. I mean, there wasn't hardly nobody out there at all, no place. Now, since then, it's, you know, like every other place, it's grown up a bit. Yeah, you're not far from Lexington. Not far. About five from there, probably about another... Yeah, hour, hour and a half, Lexington, about that. 
Yeah, not far at all. Are you south of Lexington? Is that south of Lexington or north? North of Lexington. Oh, north of Lexington. Like it was northeast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's probably it probably had a a cave out there somewhere it was living in. You just happened to catch it on a time where it was going to get some dinner or something. <laughs> There's lots of ponds back in here. They're all full of fish. I used to fish them, and I go out there squirrel hunting. I'd carry a little rod with them, little two foot kid rods, and kind of wild, and I'd stop and fish a pond for a while. Mm-hmm. Great fun. Yeah, and if there, if there wasn't a lot of people then, then they didn't have you know, any reason to leave. You know, they didn't have any reason to go anywhere if they got food right there. And back there on the hill, there was probably ah, 20 square miles, maybe 30 square miles. Easily, there was nobody lived up there. It's wide open, wild country. Yep, there you go. Jim, I know you're only 10 years old, you said, when you saw this thing. But initially, what did you think when you were looking at this thing that close? Well, I was always a fan of you know Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of. I think that was the first experience most of us had with, uh, with Sasquatch. Yeah. Most of us, and that's where I saw it. And I didn't think they was you know anywhere near us. Uh, it takes place in Canada or out in Washington or Alaska or something like that. We don't have those things here. But right. when it stood up, I you know, the only thing I could think of is, oh, they have that is one of those. It has to be. What else would it be? Right there, it is in front of me. There's nothing between me and it but cold, clean air. I mean, it wasn't a maybe. I saw one. Maybe it was this. Could have possibly been. No, there it was right in front of me. I saw it. Just as like seeing a school bus. There it is. No doubt. I think it's cool that you got to see it running on all fours. I've heard those stories yeah. of these things doing that. And just thinking about Bigfoot in general, walking on two legs, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think that these things do run on all fours. But to see when see both, you know, experience both, you got the whole you got the whole deal there. Yeah, no kidding. It was it it moved. I I just can't explain how strangely it moved on all fours. There's nothing really. To, I mean, the, the the chimpanzee thing is close, but not the way this thing moved. I mean, it was very fluid, but strangely fluid. Nothing like I'd ever seen before. Really, hardly anything to compare it to, other than the chimpanzee. Probably about as close as you're going to get. But it was just its head was down just. Straight ahead, moving on. Did you say it was paralleling your guys's car? It was yes. yes. And how fast do you think it was running? Oh, twenty maybe somewhere near. I mean, it was it was moving. I thought well, pretty good fit. Well, that's cooking in snow, especially. Yeah. So, were you terrified after this happened? Uh, thought, Not at all. Like, what did you do when Not you went just, home? Yeah. I went outside and played. <laughs> Didn't really bother you, huh? Not at all. I camped in that area before by myself. Hunted out there by myself. It don't bother me a bit. I never did. It's great to see one though when you're young because it gets rid of that nagging question, are they real? When you see one at 10 years old, yes, yes, they're real. There they are. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. So you just know they're real and uh, you don't have to deal with that. <laughs> That's right. You're ahead of the game, I think. Did you ever feel like this thing was dangerous? No, not at all. Not not in the least. Like they had a look of more of annoyance than anything. Ah, I was going to cross here and I'm going to go way down here and did cross you, over here. Did he, did he make a noise? Did he huff or anything that you heard? 
Yeah. He, he turned at the waist and looked at us. You know, he never moved his head or anything. He turned his whole upper body and just looked, I'd say maybe five seconds maximum, probably a little shorter. And then turned back to the fence and just straight jumped like up over the fence. Wow. Never bent its knees or nothing. It just sprung into the air. Man. That was something to see. Yeah, that would have been awesome. I mean, you know, they didn't pull down and jump up like that. They just went over the fence and on. No, not a cell phone in sight. <laughs> it was uh, well, 30 years or 20 yeah. years at least before the first cell phone. Oh, yeah, before that, he even thought about that. Might have had the Kodak. Uh, what was that camera, the, the Insta Polaroid. camera? The Polaroid Insta camera? But <laughs> those are blurry Polaroid enough without taking a picture. Like of it, so. Little that? pocket camera. Yeah. Jim, do you think it looked more like a human or did it look more like an animal in the face? No, it, it, the facial features was of, uh, of human. I mean, just, it didn't have an animal. I mean, other than a heavy brow ridge, uh, it looked human. I mean, human, human, just straight away human. Uh, its hair wasn't pulled down over its face or anything. It was kind of back. I said I could see pieces of its ears low towards the earlobe. I guess what you say it was. I could see a little bit of it. Its ears was close to the head. Look like, you know, no neck, just sitting on his shoulders, but massive shoulders. You know, huge, like four feet across. Humongous. Yeah, that's big. But it wasn't, like say, gigantically tall. It was um, a little better than six, six five, six six seven. Miles. Yeah, we've heard that about the ones out east, down in Kentucky yeah. and Tennessee. They're not quite as tall as the ones out west. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've never seen any structures or anything like that out there uh, at all. I've never heard of wood knock. Now, after when I got a little bit older and, and researched the subject a little, in a little deeper. After seeing that one, because I love to go out there then, because then I'd while I was hunting, I'd apply a little bit of the of what I'd read and learned to the area. And I never found a track. That's not for the lack of looking. <laughs> I looked hard. I've never seen a track. Say I've never mm-hmm. heard, heard a wood knock, whistle, hoot, howl, nothing. Not for the lack of looking. Though. Wow, that doesn't mean they're not there. Wow, yeah, right. absolutely not. That is right. Jim, do you think you'd want to see another one? I'm sure you probably would. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe a little closer. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty close, right? That's pretty, That's pretty close. close. Yeah, I, 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 a little closer. I don't care. I'll shake his hand. <laughs> Being luck, lucky enough or unlucky, no, I guess lucky to see one like you did and experience that. When you did, yeah. Firsthand. If you had to answer, where do you think this thing comes from? What, how long do you think it's been around? Do you think it's been here longer than us? What do you think it is? Ah, good question. Um, I don't lend a great deal of anything to the Bigfoot alien theory together. Uh, I don't know. I don't believe that is right. Maybe it is. I don't know. I'll try to stay open to everything, but I don't think it is. I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think they were there and they evolved right alongside us. Okay. Uh, right or wrong, just yeah, I opinion. mean, hopefully someday we'll all know for sure. But you know, right now, like, yeah, all we have is theories. So anything could be, know. you know. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. Just a different branch of species of 
semi-bipedal, whatever you want to call it. I think it's just a mix between man and and, uh, an ape, if you ask me. And and I don't know what it's more like, to be honest. I would say more like the the ape, but uh, who knows? Yeah, until until somebody comes... You know, until somebody comes walking out of the woods with one, we're never, never going to know. What do you guys think about that mind speak stuff? We've heard about it. Uh, we've heard people yeah. say, talk about it. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think that. I think it would be cool if they could do that, but uh, you know, again, uh, there's a time I was out there hunting, and about the same area. Yeah, it was the same area. And for, I didn't hear it in my head or anything like that, but I felt compelled to identify myself. And it made me angry. This is my family farm. I, you know, I got this much right to be here as anybody. Mm-hmm. We mean who I am. And I didn't hear it. I just felt compelled. To, I don't know. It was, it was different. I never did figure it out until later. I heard them, you know, other people talk about the mind speak. And I thought, well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's possible. It, it, I mean, because it comes out of nowhere. You know, it was. Uh, no, I didn't hear no voice or nothing like that. It just, I felt compelled to, you know, you know, who are you? Answer that question. Wow. And uh, actually, it made me kind of mad. <laughs> did you? Did you answer him? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did answer it. I half thought it and half mumbled it. Yeah, you know, who I was. I give my name, and th- then I was mad. I was like, "What did I do that for?" You know, I got this much right to be here. Yeah. Did you ever feel like you're being watched out there? Yeah. You know, you get that that little tingle on the back of your neck, like the hair stands up. You know. Say, I've camped out there by myself lots of times. Well, yeah, lots of times, and basically that same area. And uh, yeah, well, we yeah, you could sort of kind of tell me when it wasn't really strong where it was overwhelming. Uh, I, I did hit an area one time that it wasn't there. It was actually here in Ohio. And uh, it just absolutely tore me apart. I'd never been scared in the woods in my life but this one time. And uh, squirrel hunting by myself, nice, beautiful afternoon. And I don't know what it was. You know, It crawled over me like a wave. And I was afraid, very, very afraid. That was probably infrasound, would be my guess. It be like, you know, something's watching me. Oh, God, something's watching me. And uh, yeah. I had a pump shotgun, and I didn't want to totally unload it. I, I didn't want to stand there with an empty gun, so I opened the pump and dropped two shells out, and I dropped a double-lock buck into the chamber and closed it and shoved one behind it. I thought, well, I got two good ones. And I was probably 400 yards from my truck. And uh, I could when I got within the last hundred yards, I could see the truck. I was almost at a run. I had to control it. It took a great deal, but I was scared to death. If I'd have dropped my keys when I got to the door, I'd been changing my pants. <laughs> I mean, I was that scared. I threw the gun in the front seat, fired it up, and dropped it in gear and throw gravel as I left. But I'd never been to the wood. That was the only time. Yeah, that'd be my guess on that. One. Area before, you know, after that, and nothing just ordinary, nothing at all. But at one time, now, oh, maybe that, that was, was awful. Maybe that was an aggressive one in that area. Who knows? It just wanted you out of there. I mean, I was scared, very, very, very much scared. I was 
way, way after my sighting. I was probably, I don't know, in my 30s when that happened. But that was the only time I've ever been scared mm. in the woods. Yeah, I don't know. You you talked about the mind speak thing. I've heard people who've actually had, um, have been um, abducted supposedly by aliens say on a couple of different occasions, I've seen these people in documentaries say that the aliens were mind speaking to them. They weren't, they weren't talking to them. They're, 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 nothing was moving on the face, but they understood right. what they were saying to them. So uh, it, it could sense. exist, and and could Bigfoot do it? I don't know. I I want to think that Bigfoot is a Earth made, you know, creature that 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 came up just like we did. However, we did, uh, but maybe he's just got different special capabilities that he can. Well, do. if they yeah, if they've evolved differently than we have, who knows what they've developed? You know. Exactly. Well. You take a chimpanzee and an orangutan and a gorilla and us and put them around a campfire. Who doesn't belong? We don't. We don't. <laughs> we're not. We're the odd piece of the puzzle. Yeah, we know we're, we're not. Like, uh, we're like big clumsy babies walking through the woods out there, man. They always know when we're when we're walking in there. We're just yep. loud, clumsy, fragile. Monkeys, you know. Yeah. Very fragile. Yeah. So, yeah. Compared to them. <laughs> Maybe an encounter yeah. with a human is just as exciting for a human to have an encounter well, with a Bigfoot to them. So, I always thought that, too. You hear a lot about a window peeking. Uh, I can understand that, you know, slipping up to a house and peeking in the window because you probably wouldn't know what a television yeah. was and the lights and stuff. And that would be kind of wonderment. You know, I can see what's going that. on, yeah. Yeah, I can see that, too. Yeah, I always, yeah. I always thought, too, that these things probably – you know, I think they stay way deep in the woods where people just can't get to them, and and you're not going to get close enough to them. But I think they like any wild animal. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. they can migrate up to to get to where areas where they can start looking at people and watching people in their houses from the woods, and they know how far they can get away and how far they can go and what time of day they can do it. So I think they encroach upon people at certain times, and they and they uh, they just study and watch them. And hopefully, that's I what believe they're doing. It's- Yes. Or steal a chicken or two, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, easy meal, hard to pass up. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, they probably look at us the same way. I mean, the guns, they probably think that that's got to be magical to them to see us pull a gun up and shoot and, and you know, shoot a deer from 100 yards away and make it drop, you know, where they have to chase this thing down and, and grab it and snap its neck or whatever they do, you know. So that's probably I've heard like. They recognize the firearm. Yeah, I believe that. You know, I'd say they probably have a, you know, a fair amount of intelligence. Yeah, and we've heard that a lot. Sure. But I'll say they know way more about us than we do about them, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah, you see a lot of these shows where the guys are out there in the woods walking around? Uh, you're not going to see nothing. They know you're there before you ever get out of the truck. Yep. Yeah. If you're yep. going to see them, they want you to see them. If you, they don't want you to see them, I'm going to. Yeah, I try to be really, really quiet when I'm out in the woods for a lot of reasons. Um, Doesn't matter. But I don't want to give them attention right away if I can get, if I could get as any closer before they would, they would know I was there. I guess. Um, but yeah, who knows? A lot of the encounters, like we said, happen when people are driving and crossing the road. That that's the, that's the right, one. right. Yeah. Um, so. But you were lucky. You were real lucky to have that encounter, I guess, if you want to call it luck. Uh, 
that's an awesome encounter. And yeah, no it was, kidding. It was great hearing about it, Jim. We appreciate you telling us that story, man. To get that question out of the way, are they real? Do they really exist? Really, you think they're out there? Yeah, by God, they're out there because I've seen it. There it is. Yeah. Do you think you're a different person because you've seen it? you think you'd be any different if you didn't see it? Better person. I don't know why. I don't know why I answered that way. But, yeah, I think it was. That makes sense. I've heard a lot of people, you know, a lot of encounters. It was pretty, pretty scary and rattled them up pretty good. But mine didn't. And people couldn't go back in the woods again. You know, guys that hunted their whole life yeah. and just could not go back in again. Yeah, we've had a few of those on here. You're listening to the Cryptid Creatures Podcast with Todd and Brian. If you've had an encounter and want to be on the show, email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co or visit our website at www.cryptidcreatures.net. Right. Uh, he was a, a fellow around here. I don't know who he was, but I'd heard the story that an older guy, probably in his seventies, and he come in one day and said, "If I tell you what I saw in the woods today, you'd think I was insane." He sold his guns and never hunted again. Sold every piece of equipment he had. <laughs> it messes uh, with people well, sometimes, you it, know. Some people, you know, it hits people different ways. Maybe you've seen it as a ten-year-old. You know, the impact was a lot different than you seeing it. If you were to see it now at your age now for the first time you know very much so it was yes mm-hmm. to me it was a thing of wonderment just you know, wow there it is yep that's what it is short work yeah they're real all right you know there it is neat oh <laughs> it's not hard to see one at all <laughs> there it is uh, i gotta show off something here I, I i've only got one of these in my whole life so i've got to okay. show it all okay and for the audience, my big foot tattoo. Oh, look at that. Jim is big showing his tattoo. Bigfoot tattoo. That is an awesome <laughs> tattoo, nice man. That covers most of your forearm, pretty much your whole forearm. Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's the only one that's got. That's nice. That's all right. Yeah. Most people have yeah. a big That's the only one I have. Yeah, that's I'm nice. kind of proud of it. That showed up. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. You should try and come over to Lexington and see us at the Cryptid Con this year. If you can, that would be a, not, a fine little far. Yeah. No, not far at all. Yeah, come say hi and look for us. Did you say how long the hair was on this thing? Uh, let's see. Across the back, because the, the, the rusty colored hair on top of that dark chocolate contrasted really good, so you could tell the different lengths real well. Uh, the rusty red across the, the shoulders that ran down both arms in the back was probably all oh, eight inches, maybe 10 across the back. Wow. And it ran down the backs of his legs and cuffed the, each foot. I guess it cuffed. What I could see, his feet was in the snow. Right. Uh, it cuffed his arms uh, right at the hand. It wasn't quite that long around the hand. It might have been three, four inches around the hand, maybe somewhere in there. You could see it moving around his hand, but you know it wasn't real shaggy or nothing. I could see his eyes. I could see his face, see his mouth. What color I could see it? the color I know they were dark. I can see you know, they were really big. Yeah. Was his mouth how how big wondering. was his mouth? Big. 
but it never opened its mouth, never showed no teeth or anything like that. Just, I just looked. It had kind of thin lips a bit. It wasn't really pronounced, but it was really wide. You know, ear, ear, one kind of things. But yeah. Obviously, I'm guessing he was a male, not a female. I keep saying him. I, I have no idea. Maybe it was female. Who knows? I'd say male. I didn't see mammary glands. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. At 10 years old, I knew what mammary glands were. <laughs> <laughs> then we all. You, yes. You, you always want to see some <laughs> Bigfoot boobies. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, forgive me. I'm sorry. That was. Early, right, early. We're a rare breed. Yeah. Well, Jim. We appreciate it again, man. Thanks for talking to us tonight and telling us what happened to you. Yeah. That's a great encounter. It was a pleasure being on your show. You're welcome. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure is ours, man. Thank you for taking the time. Yep. We appreciate it. And if you're out there hunting, you know, be safe. And uh, if you see anything, let us know. Yeah, for sure. I will do that. All right, bud. I've been looking for them all my life. Maybe I'll get to see one. Maybe I won't. Well, you've already got one down, but. Maybe well, it's like you it. said, if they want you to see them, they'll let you see them. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully that's right. you get lucky and see another one. Yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a good I one. So. All right, Jim. Take it one, easy. Buddy. Thanks again, man. That's a really good encounter that that guy had, man. That's uh, really cool stuff that to see that thing running like that. Yeah, I know. That's going to be good. Uh, I like that. People are really going to like that one. Yeah, for sure. And then being only 10 years old and seeing that, can you imagine what that guy was thinking yeah. at that point? Yeah. Or his uncle. Imagine 10 years old. It sounds like <laughs> his uncle kind of knew about these things, maybe already. Maybe his dad did, too. Oh, yeah. I have no doubt about that. Anyway, it was a great encounter. I'm glad we got him on and uh, talked to him and got to hear it. And I'm glad our listeners got to hear it as well. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed that a lot. Also, guys, if you're enjoying the show, go check out our website, www.cryptocreatures.net. Yep. It's like a one-stop shopping for everything cryptic creatures. Leave your encounter if you've had one on there. Leave your story. Check out our merchandise. Good hanging out with you again, my friend, as always. Man, always fun. All right. Until next time, I will talk to you later. Yep, yep. See ya. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. 
ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal.